nobles go first. Today we celebrate the gift of song, which means that you get to sing a bit more today than usual. And one other thing that's a little different today is that I'm, I would like to ask you to find a hymnal in the rack underneath the pew in front of you, and we'll use that to sing our hymns today. And there are two reasons for that. First of all, it's comforting to know that generations of believers have held this hymnal and have sung through it as part of their Christian journey. And they found encouragement in it and comfort from it. And we follow in that tradition today by holding it and singing from it. The second thing is that I hope that some of you will join in on some harmony parts on the hymns because they're all written out there for you. So have fun with that and sing along with us. Well said, yeah, but you see that with me. <laughs> Please join with me in our call to worship and let us stand as we do so. Oh Lord, open our lips. And our voices will proclaim your praise. It is good to praise the Lord and make music to your name, O Most High. To proclaim your love in the morning and your faithfulness at night. Come, let us sing for joy to the Lord. Let us shout aloud to the rock of our salvation.
Please take what we share with our voices, with our hearts, unite them with our spirits, and may they bring praise and honor to you like sweet incense that floats into the air. Please strengthen us, realizing that as we sing those words become embedded in our hearts and minds, they form our faith, and they give us something to share with others. Bless this time, this time of worship with you. May it also unite us as your people through Christ, who is our Lord. Amen. Sponsored reading, number 135 in your hymnal, so if you put it back in the rack, you need to get it back out. Actually, when this canticle of Moses and Miriam was done in the desert, it was sung. But I am so thankful, Jeff, that you did not ask me to sing, because <laughs> it is not my gift, as much as I would like it to be. So are we. Yeah. <laughs> It's okay. Everybody can't have the gifts. We'll talk to you about that on the <laughs> Will you please join me? Then Moses and the people of Israel sang this song to the Lord, saying, I will sing to the Lord, who has tried gloriously, the horse and his rider, the Lord has the Lord is my strength and my song, and has become my salvation. He is my God and my grace. I will exalt my Father's God, who is a mighty warrior, whose name is the Lord. And his chosen officers are sunk in the Red Sea. The floods covered them. They went down into the depths like a stone. Your right hand, O Lord, glorious in power. Your right hand, O Lord, shatters the enemy. Who is like you, O Lord, among the gods? Who is like you, majestic in holiness, terrible in glorious deeds, doing wonders? You stretch out the right hand, and you In your steadfast love, you have led the people whom you have redeemed. You have guided them. You will bring them in and plant them on your own mountain, the place, O Lord, which you have made for your abode, the sanctuary, O Lord, which your hands have established. The Lord will reign forever and ever. Then Miriam, the prophet, the sister of Aaron, took a trimble in her hand, and all the women went out after her with trimbles and dancing, and Miriam sang to them. Sing to the Lord who has triumphed gloriously. 
morning, we're Greg and Lucinda Ryan. The scripture reading for today, Colossians 3, 16 and 17. The word of Christ must live in you richly. Teach and warrant each other with all wisdom by singing psalms, hymns, and spiritual songs. Sing to God with gratitude in your hearts. Whatever you do, whether in speech or action, do it all in the name of the Lord Jesus and give thanks to God the Father through him. This is the word of God for the people of God, to which the people of God say, Thanks be to God. We are grateful for the gift of scripture. Nice backdrop there. And that wasn't a zoo backdrop, was it? No, that was a real thing. real thing. Are we having fun yet? Yes. Amen. At this time, we'd like to uh, invite children. They want to head to the Nova's uh, First Kids Spoiler Program. Please feel free to head out before I start preaching. If you want to get up in the middle of my message, so go right away. And uh, just want you to know that uh, I am very much aware that we have a parking problem. But let me tell you, that's a nice problem to have. We'll work on that. We'll get that figured out. Well, you heard the scripture, which happens to be a command. Command from the scripture. And it's part of what we're celebrating today. We celebrate the gift of song. We are trying to acknowledge this month all the things, that, the precious gifts of ministry that have been limited or even taken away by the pandemic. Last week, we focused on the gift of community. We talked about how this pandemic has cocooned us the point we're all kind of in our own little enclosures and we're slowly breaking ourselves out and how difficult it has been for some of us. We discussed how happiness and emotion is inherently social. We tend to think it's an individual pursuit, but it's truly more social. We mentioned the fact that research shows that we laugh five times as much when we're with others than when we are alone. We learned a new term called collective effervescence. thing that synergy comes together when we're with others. We celebrate that God does something special when Christians come together for a shared purpose. The gift of community. Today we're celebrating the gift of song. And we already know how important that gift is. You may not realize how important that you know that in 2019, the United States spent $8.4 billion on music streaming services. $8.4 billion. So we know how critical music is to our faith. We feel it. We feel it this morning. Wasn't it incredibly frustrating to come to church during the, the intense months of the pandemic and not be allowed to sing? Our fact, Warren just kind of ignored that, didn't you? <laughs> Nobody tells Warren what to do, that's for sure. <laughs> and we do our best to keep alive that inspiration. I mean, how fun was it singing through those masks pumping that air through? was not very easy. We even tried our hand with those synchronized music videos. Remember how special those were at the beginning? And then after a while, it's like, oh, here we go. <laughs> None of those, because there's nothing like the real thing. And last Sunday and this morning, I feel like we're in heaven when 
did just does something that uh, words alone cannot do. But you may not be aware of how important music has been to our spirits in the Bible. You may not be aware of how often music is mentioned in the Bible, how critical it is to our faith development. So just stop and think about this Bible, our book of faith, how often it talks about the importance of music. So, you know, we're told the command to love, right? We're commanded in the Bible to pray. You may not be aware of how often we're commanded to sing. You know the word sing shows up in the common English Bible 346 times. 346 times. We are already aware that we have this book of Psalms, right? And you realize that those were actually songs. And the words have been put in writing. Of course, they didn't have the notes to pass on, so that has not been given to us. But we have these words that were sung for worship of the Hebrew people that have been preserved for us, these 150 songs. You may not be aware that there's 35 more songs in the Old Testament besides the Psalms. And you may not be aware that there's actually two other books of Psalms. The Song of Solomon, or sometimes called the Song of Songs, and the Book of Lamentations are both a collection of songs that were sung by the Hebrew people, preserved for our scriptures. And how many of you are aware that even Jesus is mentioned as singing? I hadn't thought about that. Have you? Just one little uh, nondescript mention in the three synoptic Gospels, one of which is Mark 14.26, where it says that Jesus and the disciples sang songs in the Last Supper before they went to the Garden of Gethsemane. So go look it up. It's there. Jesus is recorded as singing. I wonder what you've already said. Have you thought about that? <laughs> Must have been Tanner, right? That is Natural. And biblical scholars have also examined our New Testament. And some of your version of the Bible helped reformat the text in a way that it becomes apparent that this at one time was a hymn or song sung in the early church. If you read your faith first this week, which you'll find on our website or through uh, that. Uh, Notesofirst.com and find our faith first. We've listed scriptures for you to study this week to carry on this message. And, and here's five of them mentioned that are some of the most significant passages that we know at one time was a hymn and it's been put into our scripture to help express the message in that particular epistle. Most of these by the Apostle Paul. But go check them out. They're there. There's even more that we believe are fragments, but these are the most substantial ones. And then your favorite book of the Bible, the book of Revelation, you'll find that is really hymn laden. There's at least 15 hymns or hymn fragments within that book that's been preserved. And then on top of that, those of us that like to call ourselves Methodists, we've got this heritage that comes to us through Charles Wesley, the brother of John Wesley. And second only to John Wesley's numerous sermons, the most influential factor in the growth of the Methodist movement, first in England and then brought to the United States, was through Charles Wesley's hymn. Remember, the early Methodist movement was primarily illiterate people who could not read. It was the music that embedded those words that brought the theology in England and here to America. And John Wesley 
knew it was so important that he produced a track called Directions for Singing to encourage singing in his words so that they may be the more acceptable to God as well as the more profitable to yourself and others. He understood it was important not just what we sing, but how we sing. And so he came up with seven directives for singing. I won't go through all of them, but this one I think is worth sharing with you. It's a little thought. He says, sing lustily and with good courage. Beware of singing as if you were half dead or half asleep. <laughs> you hear that? We're watching. <laughs> but lift up your voice with strength. Be no more afraid of your voice now. Others might be, but nor more ashamed of it being heard than when you sang the songs of Satan. John Wesley. Well, I'm going to quit talking about singing so that we can enjoy more of it. But do hear that singing is a gift of God. It's vital in our faith formation. It's vital in our spiritual journey. Let's celebrate it. Enjoy it. It's important. Let's pray. Lord, we thank you for this tremendous opportunity. And what a blessing it is. We probably didn't realize what we had until it was taken away from us. So let us celebrate and make it a mission, a way to connect with a population that's lost their way and needed that spiritual connection. All this we ask in the name of Christ, who is our Lord. Amen.
Good morning. To those of you here at Noblesville First, as well as those online, welcome everyone. We would like to share some parish concerns with you this morning. Let us please be in prayer for Carol Strawn. She's experiencing heart health problems. Dave and Sharon Robbins, as Dave recovers from a stroke earlier this week. And Sharon reports he's doing well, so praise God for that. Kathy Church's brother, Doug Kilpatrick, and his wife, Susan, who recently moved to Indiana due to Doug's ongoing health issues. Dick Skull, as far as a joy is concerned, who is doing well after his brain surgery, but still, of course, in need of prayers, as the doctors determine next steps in his cancer treatment. And we rejoice for joyfulness. We rejoice at those who lift their voices to God when others cannot. Please share all of your prayer requests and your concerns using the website link to prayer requests or use your Noblesville First app on your smartphone where the prayer request form is also available. Contact your pastoral care team for upcoming surgeries or pastoral needs at care at noblesvillefirst.com. The word first is spelled out. And our, we have a 24-7 care line as well. And that number is 317-773-2590. Or simply call the church office at 317-773-2500. All of our contact information, of course, is on our website. That's simply noblesvillefirst.com. You can see all of our pictures there, too, as well. So thank you. This time I believe we have a prayer hymn as well. Prayer hymn number 496, Sweet Hour of Prayer. <laughs>
Please join me in the call to prayer. Glorious God, source of joy and righteousness, enable us as redeemed and forgiven children evermore to rejoice in singing your praises. Grant that what we sing with our lips, we may believe in our hearts. And what we believe in our hearts, we may practice in our lives. So that being doers of the word and not hearers only, we may receive everlasting life through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. Now we have a duet, The Power of Your Love, by Nancy Rarity and Susie Long, with Deb Smith on piano.
Please join me in a moment of silent prayer, followed by a pastoral prayer, and then we'll join together in the Lord's Prayer. So as we close our eyes and go into silent prayer, I would invite you to join me in thinking of the lyrics of the song we just heard. Lord, unveil my eyes and let me see you face to face. And so picture Jesus sitting right in front of you, and he's singing softly to you by gently calling your name over and over again. Lord Jesus, you have such a beautiful song. Thank you for singing to us. You know, sometimes, God, when I listen to the music on the radio, sometimes I can sing right on point and beautiful, just like you. Other times, we're singing off-key and out of tune or with messed up timing and the words and the lyrics get all mixed up. But Jesus, when we sing praises to you, all you hear are the voices of angels every time. And you smile and may even shed a tear in your humbleness as we sing. This is your love and glory, God, to hear your people cry out in song for the world to see as you beckon, come to me, come to me. Sing us your lullaby, Jesus. Embrace us and share your heavenly peace while we rest in your strong and gentle arms. May we always sing to you, Lord, our wonderful and almighty God, the maker of peace the maker of melodies and of the songs in our hearts. Thank you, Father, for Jesus. Thank you, Jesus, for Holy Spirit. And thank you for the prayer that you taught us so long ago that we gleefully pray together now. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come and thy will be done earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, and the power, and the glory forever. Amen.
hearts and our minds. Let us take that message and share it with the world. In Christ's name, we go forward.